What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 11 of the Review Point podcast, coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I am your host, the man who calls the shots over at Fanboys Anonymous, Tony Mango, and joining me on the panel tonight, I've got with me fellow fanboy, Sean Walker. I really am doing well on these podcasts recently. Yeah, you've been on a lot of them. You're going to be on three of them tonight that we're going to record. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be exhausted by the time we're doing Flash. Uh, But... If you're unfamiliar with how Review Point works, it's pretty simple. It's uh, just basically a review podcast, but we try to make it a little bit simpler and talk about whether or not we think something is a hit or a miss, which is basically just a positive or a negative. And our target for this edition, we're going to do three of them, as I said. We're going to break down three TV shows that are, well, they already did end, not that they are ending, uh, for the very current season that they're on right now. And for this episode, it is going to be Gotham. First season of that, season one, and of course, I need to give you a little warning here. There will be spoilers, so if you have not seen Gotham and you don't want to be spoiled, then you need to bookmark this, go watch that season, come back a little bit later on and listen to our podcast afterward. Or if you don't mind being spoiled and you're not sure if you want to get into Gotham, then listen to us and see if you can make that judgment call. But as we always do here, we're going to start off with the overall first impressions I'm going to actually, since this is a TV show and it's not just a movie, it's usually simpler with a movie, though. What were your first thoughts of the first episode, and how does this end? What do you think, like, did your opinion change? Were the first reaction that you had for Gotham, like, meh, and then ended up being good? Or did you have high expectations, and then it sucked? Or what do you think? I had very high expectations going into this. I was really looking forward to seeing how they were going to do a story around around James Gordon and not Bruce Wayne for a change. And then I watched like the first first episode and I I was really disappointed with it. And then I stopped I, I stopped watching around the fourth episode and I was like, I'm gonna wait for this to finish. Download them all, binge watch it, force myself to watch it. And then it started getting good around around episode 10. And then I was like, I don't want this shit to end. I was so hooked towards the end. What was episode it was 10? It's a very slow I, I don't. I'll have to Google it. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. It says uh, episode 10 was Lovecraft. That was... Okay, that actually was a good episode. That was the one where they are they send a bunch of people to try to kill Bruce and Selina. Ah, yeah, that's that's one. Yeah, but then the three ninjas, yeah. The three ninjas, yeah. <laughs> Rocky Colt and Tom Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my first reactions, we did actually a review point of episode one, and really a lot of this hasn't changed for me. Um, I still am not too fond of Gotham. I think that I, maybe I went into it expecting too much because Batman's my favorite comic book character ever. Maybe my favorite character ever and everything. I don't know. That'd be tough. But there's things about Gotham that pisses me off, and they just never stop doing it. Like, my biggest complaint is they're trying way too hard to get characters shoehorned in there that don't need to be. Yeah. and like, I, I can see where you're coming from about. I'd be fine if they did, like, characters from the comics and stuff. Like, they should. But they need to do the ones that fit in that universe. So we're like... At the very least, they need to do the ones that it doesn't matter if they mess it up. Like, do you really need to show uh, Poison Ivy? I I don't think she is going to be Poison Ivy. I think it's just a reference to her name. Because she has nothing to do with flowers. Well, she was, like, uh, trying to keep the plants alive when we first saw her and... That kind of stuff. But, like, they called her Ivy Pepper just to make it, like, even weirder and stuff. And it's like, why don't you... If you want to throw characters from the comics, use the ones that nobody knows. Like, make it to where, instead of Gordon having to fight Victor Zaz and making him... Which, one of the biggest problems is everybody's too old. uh, Other than, like, a handful of characters. But instead of making him screw up around with uh, Victor Zaz and stuff, make him fight the birthday killer. Nobody knows who the fuck the birthday killer is. Nope. Do that guy. Yeah. This random guy in the comics. that He was like a one-shot villain, and he 
would kidnap people. Uh, specifically, I think it was like teenage girls or something. And like, um, you know, like everybody in Gotham's like psychotic and stuff. He would kidnap them and give them like a birthday cake and stuff. Like, uh, you know, make them the killers that he has to fight. And, you know, have him track down like, uh, I don't know, the old mobsters that are even before Falcone and what pronounce it Falcone too. I hate the Falcone thing. But, I mean, I work on a little thing now and then when I get a little bit of free time of different characters from, like, comics and stuff, and I try to make, like, a blueprint of it, but, you know, Rex Calabrese, make him the guy that's the head of the mobsters, and then you don't got to kill off uh, Sal Maroney, you know? I actually like Sal Maroney. I liked him, too. I that's why the, I didn't I want to see him die. He was an ass, and it was like, that guy could have stuck around. You know, he should have stuck around. Sal Maroney's still a villain in, you know, year one, year two of Batman. But not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the plot, of course, um, if you don't know, which you should know, but uh, the plot of Gotham is basically let's try to do the Jim Gordon story before there's Batman, and let's try to build towards Batman with Bruce Wayne, but we don't want to do Batman, but we want to have Batman villains, and I think that they could have done a better show if they would have just gone and either ignored Batman entirely, like tried not to do any of the villains at all, and just did the GCPD, or if they would have gone full force with it and just, like, made Batman already Batman. And it's like, yeah, you know, we, we get, like, the story of Batman from the position of the GCPD. What do you think? I would I would like to have seen it like like how Daredevil did it. Where um where he wasn't actually Daredevil until like the last ever episode. Like do something like that with Bruce Wayne. Kind of like but, in Batman Begins. Yeah. But not Batman Begins because that movie sucked. Oh, I love Batman Begins. I don't like Christian Bale. I think he's a dick. <laughs> well he is a dick, but <laughs> 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 that whole Terminator thing just proved that. I don't go to your fucking set and do your job and like. <laughs> do, 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 do. But yeah, I would have seen. I would have liked to have seen an older Bruce Wayne like develop his skills and and whatnot. But I think that's going to be coming in the like later series. Slow, slow, slow build. A very slow build. But I I enjoyed the concept. Now, what do you think about what they're doing with? Um, Bruce, before we get into each and every character, uh, which that's going to be the majority of this. If you haven't listened to review points in the past, it's much easier to break down uh, characters than anything else. But we end this season off with him basically discovering the Batcave. Fucking stupid. I didn't like that either. A lot of people are loving that, and I'm like, well, he needs to... You know, he needs to make that himself. He shouldn't have a Batcave before he's Batman. <laughs> he needs to fall down a fucking well to find a fucking Batcave. Right. Not finding the fucking library. <laughs> and the the way that they got to that, too, was so bad. It was like, your father is a stoic. And he's like, stoic? Uh, he reads books. Let me try find this book. And then I'll find the hidden passage and stuff. It was like, oh, come on. Although Alfred, Alfred did have the best best line in the entire series when he said don't push the button it might be a bomb (laughs) (laughs) alfred is the shit alfred is the man let's go character to character here uh main character of course is jim gordon even though it seems like bruce wayne should be but when they first announced that um what's his name ben Ben mckenzie McKenzie. that he was going to be jim gordon I was about 50-50 on it. Um, I think that he's good. I think that they probably could have found somebody maybe a little bit better, but at the same time, he works. What do you think about him? I, I enjoyed I enjoyed him as James Gordon. The only thing I didn't like about him is he has no facial hair. Yeah, that drives me nuts. Maybe he, the second he, season he'll grow it. He needs to either grow like a full-on beard, and then one of his girlfriends says, oh, I prefer a guy with a mustache. And then he goes <laughs> full-on mustache, or he grows a mustache. Either you need some facial hair. I mean, that's I, I do iconic. have a question though. Right, this is supposed to be set back, like back in the day, right, back before technology and shit. 
I don't know. How have they got mobile phones? That's they're really getting confusing when it comes to that because it seems like they're going with the modern approach, but like they're also not. They got old school cars and shit, and then they got mobile telephones. Yeah, and people weird. are using Tommy guns, and I think like they're trying to go for the spirit of the old stuff, but that they can't just ignore cell phones. But then at the end, it's like you know what? Well, then why don't they just have modern cars? <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're not basically in the modern set. I don't know. But with the, 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 I do like the color effects. I'm just saying. You know All what drives me nuts me. about this show? The uh, transitional shots of the city look so fake. Every time that they show that, like the bird's eye helicopter view of uh, panning around to a bunch of buildings, mm. that looks so CGI to me, and I can't stand it. I don't like Wayne Tower. Wayne Tower just looks what wrong. Wayne Tower looks like I must have it's, blocked that out of my brain. It's like it's like made out of glass with a big W in the in the center of it. It looks it looks really weird. Hmm. I think also that's the classic design. Isn't, it it, yeah. isn't it from like the comics though? Don't they usually have that? Go that real quick. Uh, let's see here. Wayne Enterprises. They usually... Oh, they got a couple different designs. So that's kind of tough. Hmm. But now, some things Not look cool. really fake on the show, and it's it's really distracting. I, I just don't like the way it was like... They were in, like, this glass roof when they were, like, doing the board meeting, and it's, it's just it just felt fake. The entire shot felt fake. You know what's really fake? some of the costumes like the wigs that some of the people mm. wear <laughs> I don't get it at all but uh, Gordon of course is our main character he is the guy that is fighting back against the corrupt Gotham City Police Department and of course he's partnered up with one of the most corrupt people Harvey Bullock if I gotta say there's one saving grace to the GCPD it's gotta be Bullock I like that guy a lot I, I like him a lot in this TV show. I think he's great. Now, it's odd that he's the age that he is, and that's something that's a problem with, like, almost everybody on the show, but I actually kind of like the idea that they're partners. Like, they usually don't do that in the comics. Usually Harvey is younger than Gordon, and he's kind of, like, he's either partnered up with, like, Rene Montoya, like they did in the animated series, or he's partnered up with, you know, Christmas Allen, or... Uh, you know, it, it kind of goes back and forth. Alan and Montoya are together quite a bit. But Bullock is a guy that, like, he's he's an ass, and he should be. And Donald Logue pulls that off. He looks like Bullock. He uh, is a good foil for Gordon. A definite hit for me for Bullock. Definite hit for me as well. I, I like his alcoholism. I think he portrays that really well. And that he portrays being a sleaze very well <laughs> yeah being and then, like and then, the creep that would go to like the strip clubs and stuff like I, I like the fact that he was like an arse towards James to, at the beginning and then they develop a bond throughout time mm-hmm. yeah you can see like, that they like grow to trust each other and stuff yeah it stops being as much like um, I'm not gonna go on that and do that as much as it is like god damn it I'm gonna do it alright like and and when he's there giving little digs about about James banging his new bird. <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about those too. Uh we're gonna group them together though, but the guy himself, Batman, little Bruce Wayne, you talk about hits on the show. This kid is fucking great. Not a fan. Really? Not a fan. I he annoys me. I'm not a fan of kid actors. I'm not really either. He portrays the character well, but he's just not my cup of tea. Like, like I said, I think I prefer an older Bruce Wayne, like, like a sixteen, seventeen year old type of guy. I think for what this kid's been given, he's doing a damn good job. Like, I buy into him being smart enough to be able to pull off what he's doing, and that he, you know, he looks the part. Obviously, like. uh be different if they got like some old fat kid or something. Like. 
the, the, the one line that really, really made me dislike this kid. No, well, not dislike. That's, that's a bit strong of a word. Not very fond of him is the shiny shoes line right at the beginning. The killer shiny had shoes. shiny shoes. I don't remember that one. It's, it's, it's like in the first episode when he's interviewing, when J, Jim is interviewing Bruce. And he's like, oh, can you give a description on your on your parents' killers? And he was like, you got shiny shoes. And I was like, oh. Okay, that's, that's all you got to go on is shiny fucking shoes. So when I go, Gordon didn't read the comics. He could have just been like, it's fucking Joe Chill. <laughs> so when they go and find Pepper's, um, you know, when they find Pepper with the chain and they shoot him down and then they go back to his apartment and Jimmy's oh, yeah. like, oh, what type of shoes has your husband got? And she shows him and he's like, no shiny shoes. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, give me a fucking break. <laughs> Yeah, the writing's not that strong on this show. Uh, they take a lot of liberties in a lot of ways, and some things are just kind of like, just go with us on this one. Like, and It's a little lazy. I'm not a big fan of that. But I like the kid as Bruce. I think that he does a really good job, and I'm hoping to see that he can maybe like be more of like the badass version of himself. Like, I loved that one part where he was fighting Tommy Elliot. You remember that, that scene where... Um, Oh, wait, where he uses his dad's watch as brass knuckles? Yeah, that was fucking insane. And I like how he's, like, testing himself with the fire, and he's on top of the the roof, and he might jump and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea that he's, like, not, like, suicidal, but he's, like, I guess, like, Sabu from ECW. Like, he'll he'll possibly die. But uh, Alfred, though, Alfred's fucking awesome. He is, he's so different from what I was expecting. I was expecting like some fucking posh ponce. But he's not fucking posh ponce. This, this Alfred is fucking rough as fuck. It's great. Yeah, this is the version that they've been using a little bit in the comics, but not too much, where he's like the former MI6 agent guy who can really kick some ass and used to go by the outsider and fucking shoot people and everything. And this guy, he's a dick too. Like... The first couple episodes, I didn't really like Alfred too much because I thought that he was a little bit too far into it. He, he was a bit too dickish towards Bruce Lee. He was like, come on, you little shit. Yeah, I'm going to beat like, your ass, you little fucking God, bastard. <laughs> Christ, his parents just died. Right. Like, with a dude with shiny shoes. This kid's like, you know, trying to deal with his life going upside down and you're kind of like, eat your fucking sandwich, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> But I do like how they kind of humanized him a little bit more, but he's still rough around the edges. And he's like, uh, when they did the whole story uh, with, uh, what was his name? Fucking uh, his friend from the war. Um, uh, his name escapes me. Shit. Uh, Let me see if I can somewhere. figure that out real quick. But I tell you when they started humanizing him was episode 10. Yeah, when, yeah, that was a good one. He was looking for uh, Bruce. When he was like, I'm in- I'm this kid's fucking guardian, and he's like, oh shit, now I realize that. Oh, his name was Reggie. Reginald. Reggie, <laughs> Reginald. Yeah. And he's like, hell, Alfie. <laughs> Alfie, yeah. He stabbed Alfie. Did you like Great. how Selena killed him? I thought that was a little too far, too. Well, when she pushed him out the window. Yeah, she shouldn't have killed him. I don't think she just should have killed him. I think, I think she should have pushed him. But he should have just been, like, injured and shit. Not actually, like, fell from, like, a 20-story building. Like, I was hoping he would have been paralyzed. Push him onto a ledge or something. But no, that, that motherfucker's dead. I was hoping she would have pushed... Like, when she pushed him, I was like, oh, maybe he'll be paralyzed, and then the Wayne Enterprises people will kill him in the hospital. And it was just yeah. like, nope, that fucker's dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> They wanted you to know that immediately. It was just like, here's a pool of blood. He ain't getting back from this. But good old Alfred, he gets stabbed, and he's just kind of like, ah, fuck hospitals. I don't need to be here anymore. Oh, crap. I can't walk without being in terrible pain and still bleeding. But, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> and, and that's when Bruce actually won me back over as well. When he's like, get in your fucking bed. Well, you don't say fucking bed. Like, you know, PG-13. The unedited version of it, he did. Yeah. In my mind, he did. Right. Get in bed, Alfie. 
Fuck it, Anarchy. It's great. The motherfucking can fight as well. Yeah. Fucking canes and shit. He can give Stick a run for his money. Like, I can buy into this Alfred being able to do the shit he needs to do. Mm. Instead of, like... I mean, I love, you know, the Alfred from, like, the Tim Burton films and stuff, but he's the father figure Alfred, and this Alfred is... Mental. The, the rough father figure. Like, I'm hoping that we kind of see in season two, though, that he takes an even bigger step forward to being nicer. Like... He doesn't need to be, like, you know, a wimp or anything, but I'd like to see him... Like, one of my favorite parts of the whole season was when uh, he was talking to Reggie, and he was just like, you like you don't really get what it's like to be a father until it happens, kind of a thing. I'll uh, like, see. My, my favorite Alfred scene is where he is um, giving um, Bruce a ribbon about Fancy and Selena. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And he's like, oh, we're going to have to talk about the birds and the bees. <laughs> like, I can picture this Alfred being, like, nice and giving him a fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, punch in the arm. <laughs> you go champ. Right. <laughs> like, instead of handing him the, the watch to go beat the shit out of Tommy Oliver, he hands him a condom. <laughs> <laughs> like, Alfred, I'm like 10. What the hell? <laughs> well, they do, well, they do say no love without the glove, so, you know. What do you think of Selena, though? Like, Selena, she's about 50-50 for me. Like, I like the actress. She's pulling it off, and I like parts of the character, but at the same time, like, I don't like the idea that they're making her train Bruce. She shouldn't know this shit by now, you know? I'm on the fence about her as well. There's something I like about her, and then there's something I don't like about her. I don't know. She's just... She's too arrogant, I think. Yeah. She's too episode. Which, you know, you know I, Catwoman is, but... It's kind of weird, like, that one scene where she was with Barbara, and they were basically saying, you you dress like a tomboy and you need to be slutty. And she's kind of like, well, oh, yeah, maybe I'll do that in the future. <laughs> yeah, where she goes, oh, you need to use your beauty and shit, and then Selena just turns around and goes, yeah, it works so well for you. Right. Oh, bird! <laughs> Speaking of that, Goddamn, Barbara's hot. Damn it. That's those Welsh birds for you. Jeez. Erin Richards is... She is exactly what I would picture Barbara Gordon to be. Like, you know, she looks like if they were going for the older version of Oracle, that she could play the character. So, playing her mom? Great. Don't well, like one thing about the character, though. Like, actually, it's I guess it's two things, but as much as she's a hit for the way that she looks, and I would totally hit that... <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a total miss for me for the way that they made her character. Like she shouldn't be a villain. Oh, that bitch is dead. They gotta have her be Barbara's mom, though. Like, no. And I don't know how they can do that. Like she's trying to kill Leslie Tompkins. How do you come back from this and have her end up with Jim? Like, because Jim can't end up with Leslie. Nah, she's definitely, he's definitely banging Leslie, and then Leslie pops up a baby girl, and he's like, I'm going to name it Barbara. After my ex-girlfriend, and Leslie's like, fuck this shit, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving my daughter and everything. I'm never yep, gonna... and, then, and then she's like, I'm just holding my daughter, bloody blah, and then he's like, oh, well, and then he tells her that Barbara was a mum. There you go. Problem solved. The only thing I could see them doing is maybe either like, Either they try to rehabilitate Barbara, like she got so mentally tortured and that's why she's like nuts and she comes back from it, or there's some kind of thing where, not like a rape or something, but like there's like a moment of weakness or whatever where she ends up sleeping with Jim, she ends up being pregnant, and Jim gets custody. Either that or because she had her head caved into the fucking floor, they knocked some sense into her. Maybe <laughs> she she gets out from that and she's just gonna. She, like, she wakes so, up uh, from a coma and she's like, "So, so I don't want to be a and bitch Jim anymore. is still together. <laughs> this is a baby, and Jim is like, "Yeah, baby." What do you think of Leslie Tompkins? Though she's better than I would have thought she would have been. I think she's very beautiful. The she's actress the, who plays her is top notch. She's got those crazy eyes, though, from How I Met Your Mother. 
Oh, you don't watch that show, do you? I, I don't get a reference, though. Oh. The, the actress, Marina Baccarin, she was on an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and the whole thing was that she was, like, really, really uh, cute, but mm-hmm. she had the crazy eyes, <laughs> and that she was, like, you know, the the type of, like, um the irrational hot-to-crazy scale thing. <laughs> I can see that. She she sort of went crazy in my last episode <laughs> when she was defending herself. But I thought I thought she played the character well. She was she's fun. You know? I don't know if she was fun in the comic books, but she comes across very fun. Yeah, she's a little bit different from the comics because Leslie in the comics, of course, is like in her sixties and she's like the motherly kind of role and everything, but she's got a lot of that down. I mean she is supportive and she's nice and all that, so I can see her becoming the Leslie in the future. That's a mm-hmm. hit for me. It's a uh, it's a definite hit for me. I'd hit that ass. A miss though, if we're talking about Gordon's love interest, Sarah Essen. I don't like anything that they've done with this character. Uh, which one is that? That's the chief of police or the captain? I think captain. Oh, the 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 African American police officer. Is her name or Guevara? I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I'm fine with the, them changing her to an African American woman. Like that's you know that's cool. But, again, too old. Like, she's supposed to be younger than Gordon. But even more annoying, why is she the captain? Like, she was never above Gordon in the comics. I mean, she became commissioner at one point, I think. But that was after Gordon had been around for, you know, such a long time. And he got, like, disbarred for some reason, or uh, I can't remember exactly why. Or, like, the, the mayor, like, fired him or whatever. But having her be older than Gordon and there's no romantic interest at all and she's above him when it comes to, like, the pay grade and stuff, I don't like that at all. Like, I would have them... I'm fine with them having a woman as the captain. I'm fine with them having Sarah Essen be, uh, you know, non-standard white woman like everybody else is on the show. But I don't like her being the captain of police force. That's my nitpicking, I guess. Don't bother me because I don't read the comic books. I don't like the character either. Like she, she well, I like has, the character. Like, I think she's like spineless. Well, yeah, that's because she's afraid of Falcone and all all that jazz, you know. That's why she needs to eat a bullet. But she's you like, know, she's she's she stands up for Jim when it counts, though. Like to me, I look at somebody like her character, and then I look at somebody like Bullock and. I'm like, well, Bullock, you know, he's a jerk and he doesn't want to do stuff because he's afraid of, like, the the repercussions and stuff. But he does it anyway. And Sarah is, like, like, she's getting credit for doing things she's not doing. Like, we haven't seen her do anything. You know, she's not on the front lines trying to shoot it out with them. She's not uh, putting herself on the line for, like, retaliation like she's kind of just like hey you shouldn't do this and he's like I'll do it anyway and she's like alright well if you're gonna do it anyway then do it like spineless gutless yeah I, I can see where you're coming from yeah so I hope that they change that in the future because I want to like her really badly like I I want her to be the character that I like and then when she gets killed I'm disappointed because I didn't want her to die but now if she got killed off I'd be like uh, alright but to be fair, though, she did stand up for Edward Nigma, which is like you know, which is a plus for my book because he's like my, my he's he's my second favorite character, I'd say, or, or my top favorite character. I don't know, he's really good. I like Edward Nigma on this show; he's great. <sighs> They're a little on the nose with him, though. What do like, you mean? Like every time he comes out, it's like I've got a riddle for you. No riddles, Edward Nigma, like Enigma. We should call you the Riddler Man, like you know the Riddler Man. And it's like, damn, I get it. He's a Riddler, but you know, does he need to be like every time he's on screen, just basically looking at the camera and going, "I'm the Riddler." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that one's the. This is the last episode where he had his mental breakdown. I didn't like that either. You didn't like? I thought I loved that. No, because he's not supposed to be like schizophrenic and talking to himself. He's just OCD. Jim Carrey did it. Yeah, I didn't like that either. No, <laughs> oh, well, I, I I love Jim Carrey's Riddler. No, my my Riddler is the Riddler from the animated series, where he's like that 
arrogant, I'm smarter than everybody, and I'm going to prove to you why I'm smarter, and I'm going to, like, leave a clue behind because I'm an obsessive-compulsive, and he did, they did do that. He left the one clue with the, um, the first letter of every line spelled out, Nigma. That I liked, and he I'll was like, oh, you just had to good. leave a clue, didn't you? You just had to leave a clue. I liked that, but then he was talking to himself, and I'm like, well, he's not Gollum. He's the Riddler. <laughs> I like the nervous breakdown. And you, like- you can see why he had the nervous breakdown, you know, with everybody having a go at him. You just felt sorry for him. And when he stabbed that dude, and and he was like, oh, shit. And then he stabbed him again, he's like, oh, shit. And then oh, he dear. stabbed him again, he's like, oh, no. Oh, no, what am I doing? I was like... This is like the best thing on television. This is oh, so great. Oh dear, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And he just carries off to it. Oh dear, oh dear. And then he's just leaves him there. He's like, looking around, he's like, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the story that they're doing with, great. Uh, what's her name? Christina, I think. Christ- uh, uh, Kringle? It's like, yeah, something like that. That's Christian. Christian Kringle. Christian Kringle. Chris Kringle thing, which is like, yeah. oh God, come on, Chris Kringle. <laughs> Father Christmas, isn't it? So yeah. Christian Kringle. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I like her. I like her a lot. I want her to die too. Mr. Nigma? Because she's like, I feel bad for Edward. And I want her to get what's coming to her. Nah, she's going to be the Lady Riddlicious. You think she's going to be like Query or Echo? Yeah. They could do that. Do they ever? I don't know if they've given Queer Echo any like real names over the years. Nope. Let's see if we can find any information about that. So there you go. Oh wait, they do. Deidre Vance and Nina Damfino. Oh. Well, bollocks to my theory then. Maybe she'll just be like an elf with the whole Christmas thing. <laughs> Elves wear red. Uh, not red. Uh, green. I like her glasses. Is it glasses that do it for me? I do like a girl in glasses, that's true. Especially the big frames. I like how she's not, like, super gorgeous, too. No, she's like she's like a girl that you would take home to your mom. Yeah, she's, like, she's definitely attractive. And she's, like, I could see why Edward would like her. But I like how she's not, you know, like, like Barbara is, like, you know, a fucking model. Yeah. And it, would, it wouldn't make any sense for Riddler to be able to flirt with somebody like that. No. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, Chris Kringle, yeah. She could do that. Like, she could be Riddler's girlfriend. That makes sense. They look like they would be a good couple together. Murdering people. <laughs> 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 Tell you a couple that I don't like, though. Renee Montoya and uh, Crispus Allen never showing up. They were in, like, the first, like, three episodes, and they were big, important parts, and then they just stopped existing. Yeah, because that motherfucker stole my fucking catchphrase. What? Stay frosty. <laughs> that was my catchphrase for, like, a long time on my tweets and shit. And then all of a sudden, this dude said it. I'm like, can't, can't say that anymore. Stay frosty was my line. I hope that the two of them come back in full force next season. And I want, like, I want Montoya to be a strong presence, too. Like, Montoya is awesome in the comics. And in the TV show, too. The animated series, the DCAU. Montoya is, like, the shit. All right, I'm going to ask you a stupid question. All right. Which one's the female? Renee Montoya. Right, okay. Crispus Allen is the guy. Right. Let's see, like, Montoya just sounds like a plug's name. Montoya is the one that has the lesbian relationship with Barbara, which that, that to me hot. was like, uh, man, like they're shoehorning this in there. Like, that was hot. What do you want about? True, but... <laughs> <laughs> but like... It's the teenage boys, dude. That was where like they started to mess around with Barbara a little bit too much. Like they, they felt that they needed to give her like so many flaws to be interesting to where she became unlikable for a lot of people. Well, with the alcoholism, the drug abuse. Yeah, it's like she's nuts, she's an alcoholic, she's a drug addict, she's rich, she's a bitch, she's a lesbian, she's not, she's... And it's like, wow, man, like, just make her everything that we can possibly be controversial. Like, why doesn't she also, I don't know, hate every type of political party, and why doesn't she also, 
like, why isn't she racist or something like that? <laughs> like, just have like the next uh, episode, Barbara comes out and she's just kind of like, oh, I don't like Asian people. And it's like, well, there's another reason not to like Barbara. Like, you know? Yep. Not that there's anything wrong with Barbara being like bisexual or anything like that, but like they knew that they were doing that to like ruffle feathers. There's no such thing as bisexualism. It's just being greedy. <laughs> so now she's greedy too. Yep. She's gonna start working with the mafia and try to get all their stuff. The mafia, uh, good little segue there. Um, two favorite characters from the mafia, I'd have to say, Penguin and. Uh, Falcone. I agree 100%. Penguin is awesome on this show. Penguin made Penguin made me was probably the reason I watched it to begin with. Because mm-hmm. I like his funny walk. <laughs> <laughs> it is I, fun to see him like try to run. Like why that. is this? Why is his shoes so big? Have you maybe noticed he's got, when he's walking, his, his shoes are fucking massive. Maybe he's got the same problem that uh, Sideshow Bob has, which is really big feet. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked um, I also like Fish, even though she's on the comic books. You know, Fish is a character that I didn't like, and I don't like in a lot of different ways. But she won me over a little bit more. She won you over when she pulled out her own eyeball. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> that was gross. Because I was just like, damn. All right. She's nuts. Bitches got balls. Like, I'm glad she's dead. I would never pull dead. out my eyeball. I, I think that she's dead. At the very I least. don't think she's dead. I don't think she makes a comeback in season two. Well, Jada Pinkett Smith did say that she wasn't planning on being back. Money talks, don't it? That's true. But, like, like I liked her at the beginning of it, outside of um, the overacting. Because Jada Pinkett Smith was really, like... Uh, like stuck in like the nineteen uh nineteen hundred era like I'm running a club and I'm trying to make sure that you know I am seductress. Like <laughs> it's like, oh fuck you like And then Falcone comes around and he's just kinda like, Yeah, uh I'm the old guy here. Shut up. And Maroni's just like, Oh shoot fuckers like <laughs> <laughs> Maroni's fucking great. And that pack was uh, just going, I'm gonna rule everything. <laughs> He's just waddling along. I'm fucking king of the fucking world. That was funny though. That end scene with him. I'm king of Gotham. <laughs> I'm the king of Gotham. <laughs> it would have been great if Butch just pushed him off. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like waiting Butch for too. Him. Butch is cool. I like him. I like Butch. Butch. Butch was weird towards the end. I was like, who's he gonna shoot? Who's he gonna shoot? He shoots both of them because he <laughs> but brainwashed it, and brainwashed Butch is so much better than. I'm in love with fish bar, a butch. It's a bit weird. You know, the thing I don't like about um, Butch, though, is, like, I kind of want him to, not to, like, be, what's a good way to say this? Like, like my favorite thing that Butch did on the show was when he killed his friend. And I kind oh, of when he acted on his own. More, yeah, like when he when he was more of like a badass on his own. Yeah, but you know he's just a lonely puppet on a lonely string. But I do hope that he gets a little bit more to do, especially also, now that they're not going to have fish around. Probably, um, you know, we need another like psycho kind of thing. <laughs> oh, speaking of psychos, what do you reckon of that Jerome bloke from the Gypsy Camp? Oh man, I don't know. Do you reckon he's going to be the Joker? I kind of hope so, because I like the the kid playing it, but they shouldn't have done Joker. Like, Joker shouldn't exist until Batman. They should do a Lex Luthor and Clark Kent thing, like in Smallville, where Joker and Bruce Wayne are like best friends. (laughs) That'd be so great. He's like, I knew this kid in school, class clown. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and then I, you know, threw him an acid. <laughs> kind of fucked up his life. I, 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 and Bruce will tell him his secret that he that he's got the Batcave under his fucking mansion, and he's like really wants to know his secret, so he starts like brainwashing people and shit. <laughs> and then he blows himself up. <laughs> do, you think he, do you think he's gonna end up being Joker though? 
I hope so. I thought I thought when towards the end when that was it Jerome? Yeah, I think that's his name. I, th- I think it was his name. Let me double check that. Towards sure. the end, I think it was Jerome. towards the end of that scene when he was like laughing to himself and shit about how he killed his mother. I thought he did the laugh really well. Yeah, it is Jerome. It was Jerome. And he looks like it. Like he looks pretty good. He seems like he would grow up to be the Joker. And the the Grayson family that, that was pretty cool how they threw them in. Yeah, see, like I'm I'm totally cool with them having like, all right, here's uh, Dick's parents, and Dick's not born yet. Like, awesome. You know, you can throw like. They had a, uh, you know, uh, Roman Sionis's, uh father. Mm. He's he's supposed to be around that age bracket. Like he's maybe like a a little bit older than Bruce or something like that. So if they had Roman Sionis on it and he was a little kid, okay. But he shouldn't be Black Mask. And like the thing that bothered me the most out of all the ages and stuff, other than the fact that like, you know, there's like Montoya should be, I don't know, maybe. Uh, 10 years old right now and stuff but Harvey Dent really he's like 30 now no I don't think Harvey Dent's I would say Harvey Dent's like 27 28 that's basically 30 well when you when you think about it right Bruce Bruce Wayne becomes Batman what like at the age of 25 25 at like the earliest I would say so he's what 15 now so it's only 10 years no he's supposed to be well I don't know. See, they're playing it weird with that too, because Bruce is supposed to have his parents shot when he's like eight or nine, and oh, he's not eight or nine. No way. They're really like. I mean, we don't even know what time period they're on. I mean, the whole thing with the, the cars and cell phones cars, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Selena looks like she's like fifteen, and the actress is fifteen. Bruce looks like he's about eleven. 14. I would say he looks fourteen, thirteen. So. I don't know if they're if they're doing that where they're just like bumping up the age and stuff. Then it's not as bad. But I'm looking at him and going, he should be nine, and Harvey should be like twelve at the most. Like to me, my idea has always been they should be people that grew up together, like private school people. You know, I suppose. It's like, you know, if you figure maybe, like at, at the most, Bruce is like 13. You got at least another 10 years before he's Batman. Harvey's going to be too old to be able to fight as Two-Face forever. You know, Two-Face will be in his like 50s and fighting Batman in his 30s. Well, to be fair, what does Harvey Dent actually really do? He, does he have like his own mob? Yeah, sometimes. He's I've always known him as his uh, own henchman. Got a lot of coins, we know that. <laughs> yep, double-sided coin. That, that fucking double-sided coin, though, when they introduced him. That was pretty good. What and happens like, if they don't pick heads? Like, I don't think that they should have introduced Jonathan Crane. Like, his dad shouldn't be doing the whole Scarecrow thing before Scarecrow. That should be, just be Jonathan Crane. Like, he should do that when he's 30. I think... That episode pissed me off. But I can see why they did it. So he will develop, like, a fear for Scarecrow. Scarecrow. How do you conquer your fears? You always conquer your fears by being introduced to your fears. So that's why he creates the Scarecrow mask and becomes Scarecrow. It's like they're trying to do stuff like that, and I commend them for it. But I'm really worried about season two. Like, are they going to have, like... Mr. Freeze pop up and he's already going to have the fucking costume and shit. Apparently like. the characters that are popping up I, I, I looked at this up the other day uh, Joker is supposed to be popping up so I think that's why Jerome is going to be the Joker. Mr. Freeze is going to be oh, introduced but he's not going He's going to be that Victor not actually Mr. Freeze and there was another one another big big one I think it was Clayface Oh, they can't do Clayface. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they'd be able to pull that off. But, you know, like, if I am looking at a show where it's, like, Bruce is young and stuff, like, I want to see the characters that are, like, really odd, like, 
Alfred Stryker, and uh, you know, like instead of having Bruce be only uh, dealing with Selena, you want to give him another girlfriend in the next season. Make Andrea Beaumont pop up from the animated series. Make her somebody that he has like some kind of ties to because they're the rich families and stuff. Where make like. Like, I loved when they showed Tommy Elliot, because that was perfect for him to have be on there. I don't want to see, you know, him fighting, like... Like, they better not put Ra's al Ghul in this. Oh, God, no. Um, what was the woman... The woman reporter? What's her name? Vicky Vale? Vicky Vale. They need to bring her in next season. Oh, she can't be... As, as like another love interest for Bruce Lake. But see, she should just be like a normal kid, like. For Charlotte's thing. He's got more than enough love interests. Like they could play around with a lot of them. Like Julie Madison could be like some fucking uh, Miss Teen Gotham or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious though. Probably out of almost all the characters, where they take Penguin, because they purposely kept Falcone alive. And I'm a little disappointed that they killed off Sal Maroney, but um, Falcone's got to come back, and he's he kicks ass. The guy who plays him, I don't remember uh, John Doman, perfect fucking casting for that. Um, I'm hoping the penguin kills this fucking mum though. Oh, she has to die. She she has she has to go. You know, if they want to kill off any of the characters that are coming back or that, she has to die. She. She should have been killed before the show even started. Like, how, how the hell can you deal with that every day? <laughs> I, I, I think I would have joined her in the fucking bath. <laughs> right? If I was Oswald, by the time I was a teenager, I'd be like, oh, my God, my mom needs to die. <laughs> like, you know, it sounds terrible, but, like, she is annoying as hell. Fucking nuts. Um, what the fuck is to deal with the size of a nose? <laughs> Christ, it takes up half the fucking screen. Keppel <laughs> put. I want Penguin to be I want him to be fatter next season too no I like Thin Penguin Thin Penguin is cool uh, when he had that fucking moment with Edward Nigma in the fucking police department building <laughs> that, that was, was cool. fucking great I like that so good <laughs> do you want something uh no you're standing too close <laughs> and Edward just takes one step back it's great although whenever they do that kind of thing though I'm always expecting some character to just kind of pop up and be like that you guys are gonna play Batman like you know <laughs> <laughs> like when they had like Arnold Flass show up and stuff and like you know I, like I'm waiting for them to throw more references out there and at the same time whenever they do I'm kind of annoyed because they do them in a weird way <laughs> like like, I have a love-hate relationship with the show. Like, I really, really want to love it. But I can't. Oh, I love it. There's just some parts that I don't like. Like I said earlier on, it's good if you like cop dramas. If you think of it as a cop drama, then it's fucking great. If you think of it as, like, a Batman thing, then you're going to have yeah. Yeah, issues with it because you're a big Batman fan. I'm more of a Superman fan, and I don't I have any problems with it. I think that that's what gets under my skin the most. Because if you were to present these and change all the characters' names, I'd probably be really into the show a lot more. Like, if, you know, instead of uh, Bruce Wayne, the kid was just like, I don't know, uh, Jimmy Smith or something, and Alfred Pennyworth just happened to be, you know... Jeeves. Yeah, good old Jeeves. (laughs) Jim Gordon is just another guy. He's just Bob Williams or something. I'd probably be like, oh, this show's actually pretty cool. It's got a, you know, the mobsters are fighting each other and there's this fucking really crazy dude that looks weird and he looks like his haircuts, five different haircuts that don't know where they're going and he's got fucked up feet. Like, you know. <laughs> but when you start getting into the Batman stuff, then I'm like, I look at a thing like the Arkham Knight and the video games and I'm like those guys they did their research and then I look at something like this and I'm like holy shit that character is 30 years older than he needs to be <laughs> I do have a question though right do you remember the episode with the balloon killer 
Uh, yeah, that was... does, does he actually exist in the comic books, or is that some made up shit? I think it feels like it's some made up shit. I don't remember that ever being in the comics. Right. Okay. But I was down with that too. Like that was really like odd and like stupid in a way. Like a silly. Oh come on! He fucking takes a balloon and attaches it to the people and stuff. But at the same time, I was like, well, that's that's Batman. Like, you know, they've got weird, weird villains. You've got like Amygdala, and you've got. Uh, abattoir and stuff like balloon killer. All right, I'll buy it. <laughs> the fucking balloon killer is great. Who who's the actor who plays the mayor? Because he's been in something and I can't put my finger on it, and it's been driving me mad all season. He's Richard Kind. He was in like um, the TV show Just Shoot Me, I think. Uh, he was in Spin City. Um, was he in Scrubs? Yeah, he was on a couple episodes of Scrubs. He was the patient that was a hypochondriac. That's that's how I know him. Yeah, yeah. Where it was just like he thought he had like every disease and stuff, and and this one he's you know corrupt mayor, which every fucking mayor except for Marion Grange is corrupt in the fucking Gotham series. <laughs> oh yeah, that reminds me too. I do like um, the uh, the use of Commissioner Loeb. Oh, I love Commissioner Loeb. He is great. Like, I'm glad that they went with Loeb because Loeb is that right time frame. He's the right adversary for Gordon. I do hope that he dies though, because he needs to get killed at some point. But um, I'd like to see him be a, a big part of next season. Yeah. What's like the one person that you you really want to see them do in season two? Who I'd really want to see them do? I would like to see Bane. Hmm. He should still be in prison, though. You reckon? Yeah, I don't think he breaks out until he's, like, in his 30s or something. Hmm. I mean, of course, Rene Montoya is a different age or all that other stuff. They could always change that. But... I would like to see the Mad Hatter. Hmm. I, I've always liked the Mad Hatter. Don't know why trying to think of what characters that are like the more like obscure kind of characters that I would like to see because I mean I've got a list of a thousand characters to, to be fair I never even knew the Victor Zaz until he fucking came really? on the show yeah I had to, I had to google him I was he's like, not even Victor Zaz in this like he's he's using a gun it's like no nah, Victor Zaz is a knife dude like no you cut himself you give him the scars what do you want fucking weirdo Though he was in the Flash, and that really put me off, and I was like, "He's gonna gas everybody." <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, I'm looking through a list of different characters that they've done over the years. I'm really glad that they introduced Lucius Fox. That's good. Oh uh, yeah, the the guy that is a Morgan Freeman. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see Silver Saint Cloud. That's one I want to see. Um, you know, another love interest for Bruce. She's like. That, like, I'd like to see her be that type of character where, like, Bruce has known her for his whole life, and she's kind of, you know how, like, when people get together and the kids become friends because the parents are friends? Yeah. Like, make that kind of a thing where, like, the St. Cloud family was always going to, like, the Wayne Gala and the fucking fundraisers and stuff, and he knows Vesper, uh, not Vesper, uh, Vesper Fairchild's a different character, um, he knows Silver, but he, like... Make it to where she's a character that he doesn't really like. Like, she's that annoying princess type of person. But they're friends, like, that, you know, that kind of a thing. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see more Flass. Flass is cool. I do like him. Maybe throw in some of the other cops, like Brandon and, uh... Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Falcone's brother. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Firefly would be pretty cool as well. You're not Falcone's brother. The, 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 damn it. Grogan. The, he's got a brother or something that's in the mob. Yeah. I don't know why I thought Falcone. But they've got a lot of different people that they could do. A lot of, um, GCPD people that they haven't touched on yet. The really corrupt cops and stuff. That'd be awesome. I, I tell you who they could introduce is Black Mask. Like Roman Sionis himself? Yeah. I'd be down for that little kid, but I don't want him to be Black Mask, though. That's the thing. 
I'm cool with them doing like a little reference. Like if they do like a costume party and he's wearing a black mask, a little foreshadowing, that'd be cool. But he shouldn't be like a murderer or anything. Oh, uh, you know, you know, you know what the electric, the electrocutioner. Yeah. I can't pronounce that. I I honestly thought he was Hugo Strange at first. You know, I think that Strange would be a great character to throw in here. Like he could be the one that takes over uh, Arkham. Yeah, he's old enough. Like later on in the comics, that would be that would be a great one. Yeah, Hugo Strange is up there. They could do the Hangman Killer, get him out of the way a little bit, maybe. Calendar Man. Yeah, <laughs> Calendar. He'll just be like working at the GCP, and he'll be like, "So, uh, what's the date?" And he'll be like, "It's March twenty fifth. That's the day that whatever happened." And they'll be like, "Oh, fuck you." Well, no, the way that the show would do it, they'd be like, oh, "I don't need to know about the calendar, man." <laughs> him and him and Edward Nigma like best mates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just going back and forth about like different riddles based off of calendar shit. Yeah. So today is this day. Oh, well on this day we had a riddle. <laughs> Hugo Strange though, that's definitely one I would like to see. That's a good one. Shit. Uh Who would play him though? Probably somebody that I wouldn't even know. I don't actually recognize a lot of the actors and stuff that they've had on here. Which, that's a good thing, because I'm just looking at them as the characters instead of, like, you know. I look at, like, Ben McKenzie, and I'm like, all right, that's uh, the OC. (laughs) Never seen the OC. I I like the OC. I like the OC theme. Number one, California. California. (laughs) Somebody needs to do a parody of that with Gotham. Gotham City, here we go. But now, like, I have never seen the guy who plays Penguin in anything that I can re- uh, remember. Never seen the girl who's Selena. Never seen the guy who was uh, Edward Nigma. Like, so these guys, the only ones that I recognized were Ben McKenzie, Donald Logue, um, I recognized Pinkett Smith. I recognized the guy uh, who kidnapped uh, Barbara. I can't think what his name is. Oh, that's uh, Milo Ventimiglia who, from Heroes. Ah, heroes. That's where I recognize him from. Thank you. Yeah. That's some odd reason. I was thinking great... of Rocky Balboa. He wasn't that. He was not Rocky Balboa. He was Rocky Son, yeah. Yeah. Ah, sorry. I was right. <laughs> Don't know if he's going to be showing up in Creed, but probably not because it's Creed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, let's see what another topic here. Um, Action sequences, music, that kind of stuff. Any of that stand out to you as a hit or a miss? Um, if, he, if there was a lot of gunfights, which I'm, I'm always, I'm always fond of a good old gun fashion gunfight, especially that one scene where, um, where Penguin's right hand man go hide, hide gun goes in to kill Sal in the bar, and Penguin's taking out all the fucking fire. Pins so the gun doesn't go off when they shoot Sal and they're like, oh, you <laughs> guys are fucked. And then and they cut, off, like, Sal, cut off that dude's head and fucking put it in a bag of potatoes. <laughs> oh, man. The, oh, the woman that was... ran the thing, though, she was so stereotypically annoying. <laughs> she came across like an old Italian fucking right. pizzeria chick. Like, they pulled that off so well. Like, you're you're supposed to hate that chick, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I liked I liked how dark it was. I liked the dark scenes of Gotham. I don't know why it like mostly rained, but I understand. Like you know, the more rain, the darker the show. I like the settings. You, I don't know why you said it was fake, but I like the settings. The uh, the sets themselves, I'm good with, but I don't like the transitional CGI shots. That's what throws me off. It's all the same. It is the same. It's like the same five shots that they keep using over and over again. And I'm like, why are they panning around this building? Like, the hell is this one building? <laughs> it's got a water tower. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, listening, like, like I'm the... listening to the Gotham theme song to see if I like it. Because I can't bum, remember it. Bum, 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 bum. It's like the entire theme. <laughs> I like it. It's a, it's a hit for me. It's good enough. I, I give it a hit. Is that like one? 
it's no uh, you know Batman theme, but it's not you know a theme for Batman. It's a theme for Gotham. So it's better than Daredevil's theme. I don't know. See, I liked the uh, Daredevil theme, but after binge watching it, thirteen episodes of I was like, oh fuck, skip forward. <laughs> like, oh, it's better than my name is. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. But... My name is James Corden. I'm gonna grow up to have a bitchin' mustache, <laughs> and I'm gonna be best friends with Batman. <laughs> this little fucking messed up kid. No wonder he's messed up. His only father figure is a jackass. <laughs> they should do that for this show, though. Like each character <laughs> does that. My name is Alfie. <laughs> And I'm gonna make you a sandwich. It's the way got... the way he says Master Bruce, he yeah, gets Master. me every time. Master Bruce. Stop it, Master Bruce. Boy, I boy, like boy. when he says like the very stereotypically British kind of things like uh you're being cheeky and stuff. <laughs> oh, do you want a cup of tea, Master Bruce? No, uh, tea's a little bit later, Alfred. I'm fucking American, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I'm like nine. I don't want to drink tea. <laughs> Can I have some goddamn soda? Nah, here's a beer, Master Bruce. Now go fuck that Selena chick. <laughs> he, he seems to be the kind of guy who would actually give a, give a beer. Yeah, like, I could see him sitting down with a bottle of scotch and being like, You want a nip? <laughs> oh, you know what? By the way, that one of my favorite, favorite things from this season, though, was that one episode where he goes on that one camping trip every uh, yeah. year. And I guess this is like the, the happy medium that I like about Alfred where you know, Bruce's leg is fucked up and he just sits there with the fucking cup of hot cocoa or whatever and he's just like, well you gonna get up or what? And once he realizes that like the kid's like, you know, like spent all his energy and stuff, it's like, alright, well now I'm gonna take care of you. But he's like the tough love kind of thing. I do like that a lot. Like, I'd probably say that the Alfred Bruce relationship is one of my favorite things of the show. That's the that's the episode that I thought Bruce was going to stumble across. The well, the Batcave, yeah, when he was going to destroy all those fucking stones and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh, here, here's where he slips, and he did slip. And I was like, well, he's going to fight the fucking well. He's going to fall in the well. Nothing. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> No, they would end up being like, well, he's going to fall and there's going to be a well next to him, but inside the well is fucking Tally Al Ghul. <laughs> uh, let's see, any miscellaneous extras? I don't think there's just anything that we didn't really cover. We got rid of the uh, the action stuff, the special effects, the music, the characters, the plot, all that other kind of stuff. We talked a little bit about what we want to see coming forward with season two. So I guess uh, let's just wrap this up a little bit. You're going to go with probably a hit for season one, I would assume? A definite hit coming for season two. I'm going to go for a very, very mild hit if I have to. Uh, no matter what, I was going to watch this because it's fucking Batman. And it was like, you can't do a Batman thing without me checking it out. But it's tough to get me to not want to watch a show. I think the only Batman things that I haven't watched all the way through are Brave and the Bold, and uh, I actually still have not seen a full episode of that, uh, what's it called, um, Beware of the Batman. I haven't seen that, but... Oh, uh, wait, you watched The Batman? The Batman, I watched all that. Oh. I didn't really like it a whole lot in a lot of ways, but they had some decent ideas. Didn't like the animation on it. Then, like, the way Bruce's chin was, like... <laughs> Extremely pointy. Triangle. The opening theme for that was awesome until they changed it, though. The one that was, like... And then they changed it to the uh, the one that was just, like... This is a Batman theme. <laughs> when it got really fucking cheesy. If, if I was to rate this out of five, though, I'd probably give it a three. I'd probably give it, yeah, that's like the middle ground where I'm going to watch season two, but Gotham is a show that, like, I I don't usually watch many TV shows when they happen live. I usually download them or stream them or whatever afterward, mm. and 
you know, if I've got, especially because Monday Night Raw is on, so we got the Monday Night Raw post show and stuff. But Gotham is a show that, like, if I haven't gotten a chance to watch it Monday night and Tuesday comes around and there's The Flash and there's, well, probably not anymore, for like Forever and like a couple other shows that I watched on Tuesday, I'd watch all the other ones before I would watch Gotham. Because I'm ne- like, I can wait. You what know? network is Gotham on? Fox. Fox. It is Fox. Thank you. Surprised that it's not CW, though. I think if it was on CW, people would be like, oh, let's, let's see the Flash and shit in it, and they just wouldn't work. Yeah, because they are step, uh, separate, so. I'm, I'm not Supergirl show on CBS can fucking die. Ugh, God, don't even go to It hasn't even started yet, and I'm fucking regretting it. But I Meet think... Kara Zor-El. She doesn't know what to wear today. <laughs> I think I'm, I am going to watch season two, but I'm not going to watch it weekly. I'll just do what I did this year. Just download the entire season. Just binge watch it in two days. I'm too impatient to do that. I can't. I'm like, I just want to watch this episode now and stuff. Like, And then it ends on a cliffhanger and then you've got to wait for next week and you're like, oh. I know, it drives me nuts. <laughs> but, but that's part of the fun too, because then you start speculating and you go on Reddit and you start seeing what other people think and stuff, you know. But I'll, I'll be watching it, but if they do the same mistakes in season two that they did in season one, they might lose me. That's that kind of thing. But uh, before we end this episode off, we're going to do some quick plugs for you guys. Sean, anything you want to plug? Um, yes. Uh, I am going to be playing The Witcher 3 over on twitch.tv forward slash Seanacy1989. On Friday, 4 p.m. your time. Which is so about, Eastern. what? It'll be 9 o'clock my time. 20 hours from now? Something like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. What day is it today? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, so yeah, tomorrow. If you're watching it. If, if you're watching this in the past, then it will be on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash on C1989. See what I did there? Pretty good. <laughs> Guys, from my end of the side of things, of course, make sure you check out everything else coming your way from fanboysanonymous.com. We got a couple other review points that we're going to be doing a little bit later on tonight. We're going to try to get them up as soon as possible along with this episode. Not too sure how uh, fast they'll be up, but they'll be up as soon as we can. For the wrestling side of things, check out smartoutmoment.com if you're interested in that kind of thing and our Smack Talk and Monday Night Raw post-show podcast. And for our just, like, random podcast kind of stuff we've got the all talk show which is completely random but if you want to know when we do a live episode subscribe to our facebook.com slash all talk show and follow us on itunes stitcher and youtube for all the different podcasts on all those different avenues for a smart guy moment for fanboys for all talk show and all that other kind of stuff that'll do us in for review point episode 11 make sure that you guys tell us what you think were the hits and the misses of season one tell us what you want to see in season two for gotham stay tuned for flash and arrow are gonna be the next episodes i'm tony mango and i am a fanboy see you next time everybody